One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me today is Sixers beat writer for the Athletic, Rich Hoffman. Rich, what's up, man? Andrew, not too much, man. We're uh, only about a week away from getting started. It's been uh, uh, no. it's been good to have this offseason, but yeah, I guess I guess we're back now. You going to uh, a, a land where Doc Rivers can play a little bit more golf here in a week? <laughs> I think that's that's what the plan is. I mean, I would I would say like it's it's good enough in Philly now. Like there's there's nice courses here. It's like 80 yeah. degrees right now. I think it's okay, but yeah, I, I you know, South Carolina, I I've, I've seen some stops on the PGA Tour there, so maybe he can find a spot <laughs> or two. <laughs> Do you, what did they give a reason why South Carolina? The, so the Sixers are doing training camp in South Carolina if you if you are listening and didn't know that, but did they give a reason for that? Yeah, I, I think there's well, I think one is just like to get away for a little bit and kind of have a a team bonding exercise. If you uh, this is a long time ago, but they like the Ubuntu Celtics when they won the title, they went to Rome first. So I'm I'm a little this is a little easier to travel to. I'll thankfully, be able to go to this one uh, instead of Rome. Although Rome would have been pretty cool as well. Uh, but I, I think he wants to see some of like the historical landmarks and and some of the the other things there while also kind of having like a shorter NFL training camp team bonding situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. It's funny. The, uh, the thunder last season, uh, who I cover did their training camp at like the very first practice facility, which is at this old roller rink in Oklahoma city that was converted <laughs> into a basketball court and it's right by a dog food factory. So when you walk outside, you just like feel like you're breathing in like dog food. It's, it's just like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so you wrote a piece that dropped uh, Monday morning. This this podcast will be running on Tuesday, but you dropped this piece Monday morning that had five questions about the Sixers' season outlook. One of those topics was the Sixers' offense. Uh, the calling card for Philly has been their defense the past several years, but do you think there's a chance that this team could have a top 10 offense this year? Yeah, just, just because I think the makeup is different. It's uh you know the Sixers have been pretty good for five years now. They've been essentially a fifty win team, and uh, some of the years they've broken through with like top three defenses. And it's like it's easy to understand why. You have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybulle. Used to have Robert Covington. There's been a de- a decent amount of good defensive players with you know the Simmons Embiid core. When you remove Ben Simmons and you add James Harden that calculus changes a lot, or at least it should. Now, I think last year we got a little bit of a taste of it, but it was also the end of the season. Harden was in and out of the lineup. So, And also like the Sixers were kind of just doing everything on the fly at that point. So I'm not sure that was the perfect time to gauge that change. This year will be. like They have a full offseason. They know what they have. They have James Harden and they have Tyrese Maxey, who I would say definitely trends more towards the offensive side of the ball um, yep. with his kind of scoring outbursts that he's capable of. It's, uh, you know, the Sixers have been really good for about five years now. The highest they've gotten is ninth in offense. And my question is like, you know, I think they have a chance to be pretty good defensively with all of these kind of three and D guys they, they brought in. But, you know, with Embiid, with Harden, and now all these guys who theoretically can make threes, can they get into the top five offense of 
James Harden and Daryl Morey's Rockets. You know, can, can this be a little bit different? And uh, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of really good talent around the league, a lot of star players that that drive great offenses. They they should be pretty high unless Harden falls off a cliff, I think. Yeah, Harden is such a huge piece of that. And obviously there's there's been some stuff regarding like the shape that he's in this summer. Are you're always in better buy- shape now. Are They're you always buying? in great shape. Yeah, I know. Are you are are you expecting to hear a quote unquote? I'm in the best shape of my life <laughs> here uh, when we get to training camp. And like, are you buying any of that as we head into the season? I'm not sure we're gonna hear that exact phrase because in little I know of James Harden, he's not one to give like cliches. Like he's kind of yeah. just he's gonna be, I would say, boring in his own way with his answers. I, I would kind of sure. say, uh, in like in like an honest way, which you know I, I do respect as well. Uh, Apparently, everybody says he's in good shape. I, I would say more than the the physical shape that he is in, it's the status of his hamstring, which is mm. something that kind of got didn't really get answered last year. He got asked about it a lot because, look, I mean, that was something that was bothering him in the playoff series the year before when he was, I would say, pretty admirably kind of playing on one leg uh, the year before yeah. for, for Brooklyn. And, you know, you, you saw it a little bit last year. You... You saw it when he was kind of forcing his way out of Brooklyn and how much of that was an issue. Uh, he would downplay it during the season. But after the season ended, he's, you know, he's given a couple interviews where he's like, no, that actually was bothering me. Uh, Daryl Morey alluded to that in an interview in the last week. If that actually is what is bothering him, I, it could make a huge difference because the, I would say the biggest thing for Harden, he could still be a very kind of effective regular season player with just his passing. He's such a smart player. Um, he just carves up traditional pick and roll defense with Embiid. For the Sixers, like their ultimate ceiling, I would like to see him be able to go by guys once in a while. Like just just dust them. You know, set Steph Curry in the finals last year really did a good job against Boston going by people. I'm not saying Harden needs like, you know, 10 isolation possessions a game or w- whatever he used to have with Houston, just com- completely right. blowing guys. It would be nice to see if he has that in his bag, though. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of times when teams do dare you with a switch defense and they put your center, their center on him, go go buy those guys. Like, let's let's see mm-hmm. that. And I, I think for maybe Sixers fans' psyche, and it might even be for like Doc Rivers' psyche, Joel Embiid's psyche, just knowing he's capable of doing that, I think would be a huge thing moving forward just for the the general optimism around the team. Yeah, you detailed that. They, when teams did switch and you even like just a regular big got on him, like he had trouble getting by them. Like Bam Adebayo was obviously like one story, but like uh, Isaiah Stewart was another one that you highlighted. Who's good player, like pretty mobile big, but like if you can't get past Isaiah Stewart, like we're going to have some problems. Yeah. And there was one of the games at the end of last season where it was just like, you know, the Pistons, they, they did not care really about showing their cards for the playoffs or anything. So they just said, screw it. We're going to switch everything. And it really worked. It really worked. Yeah. And Harden visibly struggled to get past Isaiah Stewart, which I think you put it perfectly. Nice player could be a, a, a cog in the Pistons as they kind of rise up. But man, if you're not able to get by him, like we're the Sixers have real aspirations like that's that's going to be a problem. Moving forward. Now, I, I will say for Harden, when he first got to the Sixers and he had like a month off, you know, he Brooklyn 
there was an all-star break. The Sixers shut him down before the all-star break. He wasn't playing for Brooklyn for a little while. When he first got to the Sixers, he did have that burst. So maybe there is something into the long layoff and the, the hamstring you know, that, that slowed him down once he started playing. But uh, yeah, I think that's one of the key things moving forward. Now, I, I think that question's a little bit separate from their offense. Like, I don't think he actually needs that burst for them to score a ton of points. He can just pass the ball to sure. Maxi and, uh, you know, have a couple nights where he's making those step back threes. But if we're talking about playoffs and like, does this team actually have a chance to contend? I think that's a huge, that's probably the biggest thing, honestly, for the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, they've added some role players that fit better, theoretically, with James Harden and Embiid and DeAnthony Melton in the trade. They brought in P.J. Tucker, Daniel House. You know, they're closing playoff games last year. I mean, Shake Milton had to play a huge role. Uh, George Yang had to play a lot. Matisse Teibel, who, you know, great defender, but is not an offensive weapon at all. Gives you some Um, issues on the other end, yeah. Yeah, so... Do you think that even just adding those guys will help mitigate even if he does have hamstring problems or if he is not the guy that he was in Houston? I don't think it will mitigate like the the ultimate question of the ceiling because that that's Harden has to do that himself. Like he has yeah. to be at a certain level. Will those guys help them both in the regular season and the playoffs and give him what I think is close to like an optimal spacing environment? And this goes for Embiid and Maxi as well. Yeah, I do. I really think, you know, we'll see what happens with the uh, the tampering investigation. So maybe there's a big penalty right. that comes with it. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but if we're just judging on, like, what they did, I was stunned they were able to get that much depth with, like, very few resources. I mean, they, they really yeah. didn't have anything. And obviously the key there is that Harden took a lot less money for this season. And, and that enabled them to – you know, be a uh, a hard cap team and sign PJ Tucker to the bigger mini mid level and house to the biannual, all that stuff. Uh, and they even got Montrez Harrell too in the past week, which I would say yeah. for a a regular season player, we know his playoff history. We know his playoff history with Doc Rivers. In fact, yeah. uh, he is the best I would say offensive backup center Joel Embiid has had. I understand why James Harden probably like wanted him to play. It was like, please, Montrez, come here because you know Harden can now like I, I think they can field a backup unit, Andrew, where. They could switch everything. Now, maybe Montrez might not be part of that, but they could play with like P.J. Tucker, House, Melton, uh, Tobias Harris, and, and Harden. We we know he likes to switch because he doesn't want to get around a screen and his post-defense is okay, all that stuff. <laughs> right. Like I, I do think Daryl Morey has more or less done his job and and given Embiid and Harden the, the keys to a successful team. And I, I like how you put it at the end too. It's just like they finally make sense. Uh, you know, Ben yeah. Simmons for all of his – positives, negatives, like it's just, you're going to be a goofy team if you have him yep. on the team. And when you have him on a team with Joel Embiid, you're definitely going to be a goofy team with some real strengths and weaknesses. This feels like a, like a pretty normal team with like guards who do, you know, pretty normal guard stuff. They shoot threes off the dribble. They get to the rim. They're a little smaller. So there are defensive issues. You have three and D guys in between, and then you have Embiid and a real backup center. So like on paper, this Sixers team probably makes more sense. It's the most normal Sixers team in a long time. You probably know the testosterone affects a lot of aspects of men's fitness and health from sex drive to muscle and bone mass. The experts believe testosterone plays a huge role in our body's natural function. Thankfully, Roman's testosterone support supplements are designed by real doctors to make sure your body is maintaining its greatness. 
Testosterone is an important part of the man's body, so you should probably support it and support it early on. Dietary supplements are just there to help you function normally, and that's what Roman T support is there for. Not to give you like an extra boost, but to just help your body function at a natural level. Roman T Support is a proprietary supplement formulated by Roman's in-house doctors. You can't find this blend anywhere else. Roman offers flexible monthly plans with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash ding today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of Roman T Support. That's GetRoman.com slash ding. GetRoman.com slash ding. So how are the uh, the B-ball Paul stands dealing with the addition of Montrez Harrell? It's been a it's been a tough week. Them and the the Queens uh, people have been mourning together. It's been uh, it's been tough. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. So and th- and that'll be an interesting thing for Doc. And I, I do love it because uh, we talk about the backup center in Philadelphia more than I would say the twenty nine other teams combined. I, I would say it's been that way for. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're on like five, six years of that too. It's, uh, yeah. it's been quite a journey. And, you know, e- even last year when they thought, all right, they signed Drummond, he's going to be good. Nope. They got to put him in the trade and then they bring back DeAndre. And then it's just like a complete disaster. Yeah. Why are you playing him? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Uh, so I-, I do think Montrez, like realistically, is a better player than B ball Paul at this point. Mm-hmm. But he does present those playoff issues where, like, you know, is yeah. the defense good enough to be a five when, you're not the focal point of the offense at that point. Like that's going to be hard in a Maxi and Embiid show at that point. Uh, I'm very curious to see if Doc Rivers is going to find a way to experiment a little bit during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not just B-ball Paul who I, I agree with you. Like he, he was fine last year in the playoffs and for Sixers fans, yeah. Being fine as the backup center in the playoffs, that's praiseworthy. That's great stuff. Yeah, so for that right. to happen for a, a cult hero is, I mean, yeah. it was it was quite a, a victory tour, as as Doc uh, put it that way. But it's not just him. It's him and, and P.J. Tucker has the ability to play backup center. And I wonder if that's where this ultimately leads. But I just wonder, like, during the regular season, when you have somebody who's like an innings eater like Montrezl Harrell, do you find the time to experiment with the stuff that you might need to do in the playoffs? Uh, I'm skeptical of that because Doc has kind of stuck to his uh, stuck to his normal rotation, and that has some benefits for sure. But come playoff time, that can be tough. Well, Rich, thanks for joining the show. Go check out Rich's work at the Athletics, specifically this piece that dropped. There's a part two coming out. Is it coming out this week or next week? We, we have two more parts, and they're, they're going to come out later this okay. week. Yep. Okay, great. Go read those. Really great stuff. Stay locked in to all of our content here on The Athletic NBA Show.